All right, everyone, welcome to the Shauna is the Worst podcast. This is episode nine, covering storytelling of season two of Yellow Jackets. My name is Craig Lake, and I'm with my co-host, Edelyn Quijano. Hello. Edelyn is fresh off her trip. There little are hungover, little hungover. Rumors of a hangover. She drank lots of mushroom and berry tea. <laughs> Some phenobarbital. Just enough to get me through. <laughs> um, so we're here. We're going to cover the last episode. This is going to be more like a deep dive. So we're going to get it all in one shot this week. It is good to have you back, Adelaide. It is tough being on um, Podcast Island by myself. So glad you're here. Let's get into it. So this episode was directed by Karen Kusama. She directed the pilot. Oh. Uh, she, that was the only other episode she has directed so far. Um, she directed Jennifer's Body with oh, uh, Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. And uh, one episode of The Outsider, which I liked on HBO. Which oh, I, I could, loved Outsider. That was a good one. The HBO one, right? Yeah. The Stephen King one? Yeah, that okay. was so good. Yeah, me too. And a lot of other TV for her. Um, so let's just do an instant reaction first. You have a rating out of 10. And what was your quick, immediate reaction just to this episode? I want to say 7.75. Okay. And you enjoyed it overall? Or I guess we're just I, of course, enjoyed it over it all. I did. I was just a little bit underwhelmed. Okay. What um, about you? What so, do you mean? I would like to have, and if you would ask me the night of, I, you might have tricked me into like a nine. Um, I'm on my second watch. I definitely think it's an eight for me. Yeah. Um, and I think both this episode and this is, and we'll talk more about the season at the end, I think. But um, I like all the high spots. Like I like all the major things they're yeah. getting. Yeah, but I think how they get there in some of the middle, I just think that like so. If you talk about writers, like I assume they have like a big board where they write on the chalkboard. This is all the big stuff we're gonna hit. Yeah, and like I think I generally like that, but when you start drawing the lines and winding around and connecting the dots, like I think in some spots they just miss some shit or just didn't connect yeah. it the way I'd have liked them to. I I don't know. There was just something about it, like. We know Javi's going to be a meal. I don't know. It just didn't, like, first, I don't know. Maybe it was just my expectations were way too high because I'm like, this is the season finale. We're going to get, I don't know. I just, it didn't give me, it didn't bring out of, like, I think I said what the fuck more often in the last episode than I did in this episode. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like for me, I was like, what? No. And here I was just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, well, and I think two things that that I'd point out, obviously. Yeah. Like one thing that that I would point out, I thought about it this way. If they had filmed two season at once and they already had season three in the can. And so it was like we had this and it's like three months off and we're going to get the next season. I would be like, okay, we're at the midpoint. Let's see where this is going. But for this to be an encapsulated season as one season, knowing we're not going to get anything else for probably two years. Like I just, I don't, I don't love where we left off. Yeah. And, and I guess another thing I would say, I got a lot of people into the show, you included, and I could vouch for season one on an Island. 
Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it, but I think it's a good season of TV and I stand by it. Yeah. I was telling, I was at a work meeting and I was telling two people about this on Friday about the show and I can't really vouch for season two. You know, like, I can't say it's great no matter what, you're going to like it or you're yeah, stupid. Like, like, I mean, like yeah, I, I'm not confident. Like, if you like season one, if you like the show, you'll generally like season two. But I couldn't just say, hey, you got to watch season two. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Whereas, yeah. and I, don't, I wouldn't even say, you know, I wouldn't say season one's the best thing I've ever seen. But there's episodes like Doom Coming to Me is on my top 10 you know, this type of TV shows of all time, that episode possibly is in my top 10 TV episodes of all time, maybe. Wow. Um, and so like, I really like enjoy it. And and I enjoyed this season. So that, I want to be clear too, as we go, because I, I, I see there's a lot of discourse online already. Um, one of the showrunners actually posted something about the season and mentioned some of like the death threats she got. <laughs> Which, <laughs> because why? Why was she getting death threats? I would assume we'll get to it, but like I would think the thing at the end, maybe. Oh. <laughs> um, but but to be clear, like I love the show. Like I still like the show. I'm excited for season two. The only other thing I'd compare it to, and I know this is a lot of foreplay before we get into it. I remember Westworld. And did you watch Westworld or no? I, I did, but I did not finish it. Like okay. I kind of like, I think after season four, three I just was like I can't follow this this is too and the, much and this is how I'd compare it so season maybe, one I, maybe season how many seasons are there at Westworld four I think okay so at, okay so there's the newest you got one, to the futuristic not... season right with the guy from Breaking Bad that's season uh, yes, three th- yes yeah yeah Aaron yeah. yeah no at that point I like maybe when he showed up I was like I, I'm not into this so I just stopped watching it yeah and I was actually listening to a comparative podcast at the time and I remember like season one obviously was really good and I really loved season two but some of the hosts and different people I were listening to were like we still like this but we're starting to part ways and I thought they were being too nitpicky and then by season three like it was fully into a a a wrong turn and season four for me and I really loved the show was like unwatchable really and for me you finished, for me you finished season three though. I yeah and I was like okay with three but I didn't love it but Season four was unwatchable to me. And I don't know if I finished it. Like, that's how bad to me it was. And so I'm hoping that doesn't happen here. And as the writer strikes happen, we've heard about a lot of shows where some shows went wrong with the writer strike because they already had scripts in the can and could make the changes. But like there was a show like Breaking Bad where they said they could kind of take a break and redirect themselves by the time they could start writing again. And I'm hoping that's what this uh, strike does for the show is that maybe because they were already assembling the writing room um, prior to the strike. I think they might have even had a month in the writer room. I'm hoping that this break has given them a chance. Um, and I hate to, to see. Sh- yeah. And I hate to see people reacting to audience reactions for shows like I don't think they should. I don't think they should take the like criticism of the direction they took as a show. Like, I don't care who you killed or what you did or how you did it, as long as you did it well. Yeah. And so, and I think there's some cases they, they did it better than others. And so hopefully, I hope they take the criticism of maybe things that the audience just didn't understand or they didn't connect with the audience versus yeah. like, oh, the audience doesn't like that you make a decision. Let's your art, yeah. your art is your art. Don't make let your it decision. be driven. Don't but, it be like, yeah. 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 Don't be, let it be driven by me being bitchy because I don't like Shauna. 
But if audiences are confused or disconnected, maybe some of that is stuff you should take into account. So um, let's get into it. We start with um, Zombie, the Cranberries. Are you I a Cranberries that song. Fan? I knew that song. Hello. We at least, we at least knew it. Um, Nat is kind of walking back despondent in the snow. She sees Travis. Um, I thought it was kind of sad. Travis was so happy to see her. I know. And he kind of starts seeing the look on her face. I understand it. But I also think it was chicken shit is all the girls like drop Javi and like went in the house. Like none of them were going to like, like sit I'm there. sorry. And yeah. No, no, him. Or none of them wanted to watch him in grief, which I also understand it, but still you're all chicken shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, Natalie says, Travis, it happened so fast. The wilderness chose um we see travis he's just like broken down no 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 nat does kind of stay there for a second and eventually leaves what was kind of your reaction to that first beginning scene i was like no one hugged him no one was like i'm so sorry so just because it was like the wilderness chose him like there's no empathy going on for what the situation is i know that they're i, I that's what i was like man no one is like, I get it. They're letting him grieve, but no one was like, I'm so sorry, except for obviously Nat. But I was like, they just walked by him. Like, this is it, bro. Like, it just seems so cold. It just seems so cold. Yeah. And I do think too interesting. And, and I'm kind of curious now. I'm not, I don't know that I've got it in me to do it right away, but and in a little bit, I'd like to rewatch everything. Like the and entire just season again? Well, with season one. Oh, okay. Because, like, I'm just thinking of, like, how how these girls were reacting to traumatic events like this a season ago and now, you know, because obviously they're all pretty dull and despondent, you know? Uh And and I don't know how much any energy anybody has. Like, you haven't eaten, so I'm sure you're just low energy anyway. Um, But, yeah, just interesting. So then we go back to adult Lottie. She says, we don't get to decide it chooses. It won't stop until it gets what it wants. And then Lottie goes to like almost drink the tea and all the girls stop um, yeah. stop her. I, I guess I'll start here. I thought the change from Lottie from last episode in the same scene to this episode, she's like more disheveled right away. Yeah. yeah. Like more unhinged. Disturbed. Yeah. And I thought, and I, maybe I'm stupid. You tell me because you you pay pretty well attention. But in the last episode, she's saying, and right here, she says, we don't get to choose. Yeah. But then she's going to chug the tea and choose that in it. I was going to say it didn't make sense last episode to this episode, but even in this scene, she says, we don't get to decide it chooses. And then she goes to choose and drink the tea. This makes no sense. She doesn't me. know which one the, the, which one the. Oh, okay. I guess maybe that's it. She's right? just okay, leading yeah. it off. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll I think that's, that's, that's what my understanding was. Like she but didn't like know. Let me just start it off. But they're like be- freaking out. Like she's going to like kill herself, but I guess, cause they don't know. I just thought yeah, it was they like- just, yeah, that's what I got. I was like, they don't yeah. know which one it is. She was like, okay. Cause she so, doesn't know which one it is. She like 
yeah, I guess it up, so, right? allegedly. Yeah, I was just like taking it like it was just such a frantic pace. She's going to grab the tea and I'm like, is she just going to kill herself? And then well, like, stopping I also her. think that that sets the tone of how, like you said, unhinged she is. Yeah, uh, but she moment, also had like just said like point. she'll be the last one to choose, but now she's going to choose first. I don't know. It's just wild to me. But no, you're, what you're saying makes general sense. It's not as disconnected as, as I was making it there. Um, so we see Shauna kind of starts to like humor her and suggest that they do it the way they used to. It's got to be a hunt. So could you, I pretty much could tell right away that Shauna was just trying to draw this out, right? Like, yeah. There's maybe a question in your head, like, you know, because Shauna's so crazy, like, could she be serious? But, like, generally, I thought early. Well, and then. you know what? When they said the hunt, it all just kind of, for me, circled back to episode one of season one. That yeah, girl, yeah. pit girl, chose the wrong card, right? And this is a part of the ritual. That's, that's the thought was, process. Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay. That's why she was running. That's why, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So I was like, okay. Well, and Nat's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then we just kind of see Shauna just kind of like, it did seem like trying to diffuse. <laughs> Lottie goes, I knew I wasn't the only one who felt this way. And this is where we can kind of really tell Shauna's not on board as she's hugging her. Yeah. She's and then just makes like, like the obvious faces yeah, like, of like, I'm not into this. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to whatever. So Shauna's like, we have to do this right. Uh, Misty's like, we'll need masks and weapons. Um, and then Natalie says in a deck of cards with a single queen, um, they tell Lottie to make sure she's going to make all her people stay away. I thought this was weird. Cause I would think she would almost have, but I guess she could send them home. Was, that's kind of what I, where that's I thought, I thought it was too. going. Yeah. And Shauna goes, this is just about us. Uh, and Lottie says the woods will be ours tonight. Um, so yeah, that was really my only other note. It just seemed like Lottie was way more unhinged. It, I get it, but it does seem like, I don't know if I love the way that, that Lottie was adult betrayed. Lottie's been played like in the, in the teen season, you just really relate to Lottie. Uh -huh. And even if you think she's going the wrong way, you care about her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care about adult Lottie at all. And in I, fact, I don't like adult Lottie. I feel like it's she was totally at a breaking point. Yeah, like she's lost the the power of her own gift or her connection. I feel like it's reached a point kind of like how teen Lottie kind of reached a point of like, I'm not that's not what I wanted. That's not who like she loses herself. Right in in the teen timeline, and I felt here in the adult timeline, she really has lost herself in the process of everything. At one well, point, we see her having control in both timelines. Right, I feel like early on with Lottie, she was pretty. She she pretty was like held together. It seemed like right. She had this peace within her. She had this confidence within her. She was very open to all of this and then we see the regression and maybe that's the wilderness taking I don't know right but I do think like even in the teen timeline is you see the low lows of like Lottie letting Shauna beat the shit out of her uh -huh. or um everything that that teen Lottie does I just like I said I like teen Lottie and yeah. and and I think it shows how well Courtney Eaton uh who played her did because that was a very tough role to play and yeah. she played it perfect. I thought and, she did a great job. Yeah. And I just think that um, Simone Kessel, who is a good actress, 
Um, I haven't really seen in her in a lot of things. Allegedly, I think she does an okay job, but I think this is one case where teen Lottie acts circles around adult Lottie, in my opinion. And I just, I was disconnected. I was disconnected from adult. So, like Lottie you're saying, almost, it, it didn't feel like the same character. It didn't match as well, yeah. and 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 I just never felt as connected to adult Lottie, and I wanted to all season because I like Teen Lottie so much. I think for um, me, they just never were the same. I don't know. It, they, it just they, wasn't. They, yeah. the, they just they weren't did, the same. They, they didn't match well at all yeah. to me. At the, and, yeah, and I think it's just. I mean, I think Courtney Eaton did an amazing job, and Simone Kessel was not able to meet that. And in this episode, I almost find Simone Kessel to be cartoony. Like I get she's disheveled, but it just seems over the top to me the way Lottie is played in this episode. Um, but let's keep going. So Nat asked Shauna why Shauna's humoring, humoring adult Lottie. She's homicidal. Um, Shauna's saying, I bought you more time. Like, you know, thank, thank me. Thank you. Um, Misty talks about having her committed again. Dan doesn't seem to be okay with committing her. Um, Nat doesn't seem like committing her is enough. It almost sounds like Nat wants to kill her. Kill her. I got the same. Yeah, like we got to take care of this. I was unsure, but that was kind of the vibe I was getting. And Van um, says we all know what what she went through out there. Um, Natalie says, have you forgotten where that all leads? And we kind of hit no return. I had not departed from Van here yet, but I thought this was a weird episode from Van. Did you catch those vibes early or did it take you a little longer to see that Van um, seemed to be a little off as far as Lottie goes? Oh yeah, no, I think from the very beginning. I think even in the last episode we see the wilderness take her too. I mean, I could definitely see her changing, but like early on it just seemed like Van was being more protective of Lottie. She's Early? always been she's always been though. Yeah, but the further it went, it almost seemed more self-interested of sorts, or that she was into it. Whereas early, I just thought, like, because what she's saying is Lottie's like this because of us. Right. But but I think the way it went over time, I think you know, some of this had to do with some of her cancer stuff or other things, like the further we get into right. it. Right. Right. So we go back to teen Lottie in bed. Um, she seemed to be perking up a little bit. Uh, she asks, why was Travis screaming? Which is just like terrible. Yeah. Um, and then Misty's response, like, it not, I don't think it's like an all-time lighter that everybody's going to remember it, but in a vacuum, she's like, because we were going to eat Javi, like hell of a response <laughs> to that. Um, she's kind of mentioning how they didn't even kill him exactly. So she's trying to justify it. Um, and she says, we need you, Lottie. Um, she mentions that we drew cards and whoever got the queen, like Natalie drew it, but during the chase, Javi died. So it's okay. This is good. We have food for now. Lottie says, I didn't want this. How could you let this happen almost? And then Misty was like, how could I, Lottie, you started this, it's done. And it's going to save all of our lives. So you better not start, uh, better not start making feel people feel bad about it now what did you think of this exchange and like misty kind of powering I, up? On i was lottie? like really i was like lottie started it did she start the hunt like did she start like i i just couldn't I, understand what that because lottie was like 
okay, previous episode, don't use, if I die, eat me, don't let me get, go to waste, right? So I was like, is that what she means when she's like, you started it? Started what? I thought it was more just like started the the vibes of the wilderness but choosing. like sacrificing a human being and, yeah. and picking someone. Like I thought that was so, I was like, I don't, did Lottie start that? I think it was just more started the wilderness vibes and listening to the wilderness and the wilderness shows. Um, so I get it's like a leap. Um, I mean, obviously Lottie, I don't necessarily... I'd have to go back and see what the conversations were when they ate Jackie, but I didn't really feel it was like a conversation. It was just like, they kind of all walked out there and just kind of did it to it my just recollection. Made me think about last episode. I'm like, damn, they didn't, they didn't want it to be Lottie to eat. Right. Like they were, that's why they had the whole ritual of the picking of the queen. So I'm like, whose bright idea was it to say, okay, one of us is going to die. And we're going to well, get and that's the thing is we didn't see that scene and, yeah. and apparently that is a deleted scene so they they oh they the did scene. oh they did yeah like i would have liked scene. to see the discussion of that and how everybody was in agreement to okay we're gonna hunt one of us one of us is going to die and one of us is going to be eaten like i just lottie wasn't a part of that conversation even if they did delete yeah. that scene lottie wasn't a part of it so i was like she started what Misty and it's almost like I see the the manipulation kind of in Misty in this episode or like in in this scene and the scene to follow of how she's like Lottie's so happy yeah yeah I mean she's definitely directing the narrative yeah at this point I think in Misty's mind it's similar to Misty in other ways like she thinks this is what needs to happen for everybody's well-being you know what I mean? Like, like obviously, if they start questioning this, things are going to break apart really quickly. Um, but yeah, it was. I just thought it was interesting because we see Misty kind of power up and power up against a character like Lottie, which we haven't seen a lot of. Mm-hmm. We've seen her almost try to power up against weaker characters or like in adult scenes, we've seen her kind of threaten people. But um, yeah, it was just, it was interesting more than anything. And it definitely was a dark, Misty reaction. Yeah. So then, and then this is what I think is almost the weirdest or the darkest. So Misty comes down and says, Lottie's pleased with the wilderness's choice. Yeah. She says, Javi will save us. Um, So, and kind of like motions to Shauna. Shauna gets the knife. Um, I guess all the girls kind of follow out, but there's this group of Ty, Nat, and Dan who follow Shauna. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, it, to me, doesn't look like Ty's thrilled about everything, uh, you know, even into the last episode. Yeah. Um, to me, Van seems very into everything. Um, I don't, once again, totally understand how Van went from, like, talking about wanting to die to being so into this and alive and glad to be alive. But here we are. Um Travis, they go outside, and I thought this was interesting. Like, Travis is still crying with the body. Yeah. And he's like, sad. no. And they're very like, sad. they didn't want to sit there with them. Like, and, and it is natural, right? Like, all these girls are ready to eat, and he's grieving. But I did think it was interesting. They didn't want to watch him grieve on the way in, but they're like, all right, it's time to prep the body, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they start like kind of laying a, a place for um, the body, which this is Ty Van Nat and Shauna again. 
Um, they start cutting the clothes off, kind of prepping the body. What did you think is this is going on? First of all, I was like, you could use the extra clothing and layering of clothes. So I was like, why didn't Instead you just of like take cutting, it, cutting it, it? Why didn't you wear that? Number one, those socks are, you know what I mean? That was what I was thinking. I'm like, why are you cutting off this clothes? I thought um, it was very, I loved it when Natalie put something over his junk to like okay. give him some sort of <laughs> dignity, I guess. Yeah. As well, I thought- boy up. I thought the first watch, I like at first I was like, because it was kind of like a sack part almost. And I yeah. was like, I thought they were going to cover his head, right. one, yeah. one for dignity or yeah. whatever. And then, then I never got what happened. And then on the second watch, I'd noticed they were covering his little hobby wiener. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was interesting. Oh, no. You know, and the thing is, is like, let's move his head to the side so that... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, maybe that was trying to preserve like what they were. Well, I don't like know. normally you like cover the eyes or something, or yeah. I thought they'd cover the head too. Yeah, of course. But, but instead, but it was effective in that for the, the sake of the scene um, that we, we see Shauna like kind of cover her own eyes because oh. she doesn't want to watch herself do it. Right. So let me um, just, that was weird. Yeah. And, and then weird. she's kind of stumbling around in the dark trying to figure out how to where to cut, cut to drain his yeah. blood but yeah, like i mean it was it any better yeah i don't think it made sense as far as like how you do it in real life but i think it made for effective like cinematography as she's like tracing his body up it was just super uncomfortable so they definitely achieved that yeah um so and and she says you guys should leave and then we see the blood kind of drip on the snow so um you would definitely be hung over if we had to like drink every time there's blood on the snow this season. Yeah. Uh, so we're definitely see that. Um, adult Misty is sneaking around in Lottie's stuff. She finds the meds and the info to Dr. Brandt. Um, she finds her phone in the cabinet. I think it's kind of interesting that we know like there's going to be a hunt and it's like she just kind of leaves the rifle there. It would have been nice to hide the, the firearms from Lottie, I think. Um, we see the flash of like the camo shoe boots boots. Um, did you know that was Walter right away? No, or what I did thinking? not. I did not. I didn't know who the, I, I didn't know. It could have been, um, I was thinking of Kevin Tan. I was thinking of, um, Mancuso, someone, I did not expect it to be Walter. We know I get so uncomfortable in these like sneaking around scenes anyway. So I'm just like, please be Walter, please be Walter. Like it was so uncomfortable for me watching her sneak around. Um, so it is Walter. He says, I came to help you. Uh, were you excited? How'd you feel? About I, the I, did. I was excited. I was like, oh, he's here to help. But is he, I'm, I'm still questioning his, what his intentions are. What is he actually going to do? So, but I was excited to see his character return. Of course we had to see him in the season finale though. Yeah. And I do think once again, this is like where with the season previews, we knew he was going to like help with the bodies. So then at this point, by the time this, and he says he's here to help, I'm kind of believing it. Um, I think I probably feel the way you did when you saw Van and Ty and his adults for the first time together. I mean, I think this is my love story. Um, so we see Van and Ty making masks. Uh, Ty says, I don't feel good about this plan. Or no, Van says, I don't feel good about this plan. Ty mentions that Lottie's sick. Um, Van says she isn't. And if she's sick, so are you. I thought that line was so on point. 
It was. I don't know to what end, but it was an effective line. I thought that was, um, a, yeah, I was like, she's got a fucking point. Um, she says, we've all felt this in its own way. Do you really think being, and and, and she does a good job here as far, as far as getting to the point she's trying to make, which is, do you really think being locked up in some psych ward will help her? Would it help you? So, I mean, that was another, you know, yeah. sharp line. Um, she says we should handle this ourselves. We should protect each other. Then we all swear that we would. Um, could you, did you think, or do you think in total that Van acted in everyone's interest or do you think she was acting self-interestedly in this episode? I want to say both. I think it, it, to me, it was, something's going on with Van. I, there is something more going on through her head. I don't know if it's like death is approaching her and she's like, it just doesn't make sense to me too. Like, I don't know. Why doesn't she sacrifice herself since she's dying? Well, and I think, I think that's why she was so willing to go through with this because, like, it's no risk for her. She's either going to die, die anyway, any, yes, that's or the true. or that's the wilderness true. is is potentially going to help her, which to me comes across. So, did you think that she was to a yeah. degree? So, did you think I that she was going to. I thought she at one point would have been like, "Let it be me." It was as the episodes like went on. Like, I just felt like Van got weirder and weirder, yeah. and. I had mentioned before that I thought there were too many one-liners from Van, but then this episode we didn't get any one-liners, any, yeah. which is weird. She's to me, super serious in which all is of this, yeah. Equ- equally weird, but well, um, and I feel like you see that too towards the end of the teen timeline with like Van, like she just kind of like pulls back, right, and is like kind of like in not in she's not in the forefront, she's kind of like in the in the background of like everything, and then all of a sudden she here she comes with like how her conversation with hobby and that whole you know combo in in a teen timeline where she's like i'm actually happy to be alive so are you i think i think fans i still am a little disconnected at how she made that turn in the teen timeline but i think if you take out that scene with ty where she's like talking about not wanting to live like if you just take that scene out dan's timeline in the teen timeline makes sense i don't know how we get from or where vans ends up how we get from this like changing van and she's changing in the adult timeline but like she's so happy not happy go lucky i guess there's just so many smart ass comments from her and it's such a quick turn in this episode i don't know i i i like 80 percent of what they did with van this season but i'm a little disconnected um and i guess i'll say I believed Van in earnest as we were going on and maybe even thought she might sacrifice. But the further we went, the more apparent that she was selfishly interested became to me, I guess. Um, So we get another music call out sad, but true by St. Vincent. I know you're a big St. Vincent fan. So we see Natalie's burning the other queens and prepping the one queen, I guess, to look like their old queen. I know, but I was like, isn't that a giveaway? Like to have that burnt? Like one they burnt. I thought they were just burning the face side of the card on that one, but the other queens, they were burning entirely. Yeah, no, no, no. But like with the the queen with no eyes, there was like a burnt mark at the top, right? In the corner? Yeah. How could you not notice that when you're picking the card? 
When I was wondering if they were doing something like that with Shauna, where she was like shuffling really long, if she was trying to like identify uh, uh-huh. or replace, but obviously that's not what happened. But yeah, I did have some questions about that. Um, we see Shauna unsharpening knives. And I think we kind of saw- even Is that what this, she was saying? Unsharpening knives. Okay. They were, I was like, yeah, they were trying to make it so the knives wouldn't cut. But I still think you could stab with the point. That's what I was like. What's the point of that? Because like, okay, because when she like cuts her finger and I'm like, there's no blood. So and then she's like, okay, but I'm like, you could stab someone like directly and still kill someone. Yeah. Well, we saw Natalie. um, We saw Natalie. I think the beginnings of her trying to like pocket a knife here. then we go to adult Jeff and Callie talking about maybe, I guess, leaving the country or leaving. Yeah. Uh, Jeff mentions that they would never be able to eat their favorite takeout or be able to Google themselves again. <laughs> and she's like, how often do you Google yourself? Pretty often, Jeff. Pretty often. Um, well, you know, his wife hasn't been putting out. So I imagine he's got to Google himself once in a while for crying out loud. Um <laughs> <laughs> she she's like what's your solution to just let mom go to jail and then we kind of get this exchange where jeff brings up the gun definitely says it's not in the glove box but callie knows it's in the glove box um they show up at Ch- sunshine honey and there's like people kind of walking which that's what i thought it was like the people from the cult leaving yeah yeah um and there, he's like, let's find another way in. He almost backs into Syracuse and Kevin Tan. Um, Kevin Tan asks if they, like, they thought he saw their face. What did you think of them having those guys tail them so close that they almost ran into each other? I mean, how did they not? Yeah. They're just it was almost them. as bad as the Shauna tailing scene where they're just so, <laughs> and then honking longly. Like, how did right. they not see each other? Well, I guess they uh, were so into what was their plan is and just into conversation, they, yeah. Yeah, still a little questionable. Um, so we get this scene with your favorite, uh, Lisa and Natalie. Um, Natalie says something's going to happen tonight and I need you to leave while you still can. Get, your, get, get yourself some regular clothes. Go have a life. You don't have to be one of these people. Um, and kind of, you know, at least for the Lisa Natalie relationship, kind of a closeout where she says, I appreciate you trying to teach me forgiveness. It's a nice idea. Um, what did you think of this scene? Did you still think they were a total waste of time or? So I think that that scene was important to kind of make sense of the end, like the ending scenes with Natalie, you know, I don't know, but I, it kind of just came full circle. So I think that that scene needed to happen. Also just maybe to show the strong, maybe the the real connection that Natalie did have to her and did uh, like kind of, kind of acknowledge that she gets it. She was trying to teach her forgiveness. You know what I mean? Like kind of acknowledge and, and sort of thank her for, for that. Although maybe Natalie didn't fully grasp the understanding and accept it, she appreciates the, the effort that Lisa made. Did this scene and or what happened in the episode redeem this arc for you with Lisa and Natalie, or could you have done without it still? I could have, I just, I just didn't get anything out of it. So, I mean, I get the writers and I get where they were going. I just, 
I didn't feel like this character brought anything except for maybe comedic relief, like with the fish and stuff. I don't know. I just, I just wasn't into Lisa. I don't know why. Yeah. And for me, like I generally was okay with it. I kind of, I can see the complete arc and I like it. I don't know that it's my favorite thing ever, but you know, I, I don't hate what they did, but I don't necessarily love it either. It didn't bring anything to me to the, the relationship, their interaction. I, like I said, I felt like it was fillers. I don't know. It, I could have done, they could have done more maybe with other characters and focus on that than having those scenes. I don't know. Yeah, I mostly agree other than we wouldn't have got the 14th Gilly and that's probably one of the most important developments of this season. So, <laughs> um, so we go back to the team timeline. We see Coach Ben walk in on <laughs> Javi dead, like blood He's everywhere. probably, what did I miss? He's like- Have you seen classic. that like- there's that like community uh scene where like Donald Glover walks in on everyone and like the like to party or something and like everything's on fire and he just kind of like walks out like that's kind of what it reminded me of is that like um that scene like he just walks in and everything's like a total fucking mess you know yeah and he's like so excited this is the first time we see some like life in coach Ben right where he's excited about something and only to be like greeted by this freaking disgusting display of torture and butchering that just went on with Javi. Yeah, well, there's just blood all over the floor. Javi's clothes are stacked. Like, it's a shit show, for sure. I wonder what they did with the head. Did you notice the sat? Is, you know, like the sat, like, did they, they're not going to eat the brains and stuff, right? Yeah, I didn't, I couldn't really tell. I mean, obviously, they ate one specific organ, but I don't really... We don't really know. I what thought the head might have been in that sack that was covering his junk. I don't know. Like okay. you kind of see, like all the blood on the on the table, and then you see like a glimpse of the sack, and I was like, "Is that his head?" I'm joking, but if they put the head in the sack, then where do they put the junk? Well, they. I don't know. Ugh, I don't know. Would you rather eat head or junk? Junk. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um okay so then um we see natalie kind of come up on coach did you think that was going to be a natalie or another one of the girls oh i knew it was gonna be natalie it'd be the only person that would make sense to meet coach well i was just wondering if they would like maybe find him and tell how disturbed he was and then maybe like start turning on him you know because they could tell how like i i it all happened in the flash of an instant, but I was like, it would be interesting if Shauna walked up on him, for instance, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's Natalie. Coach asks what happened. Um, he explains he found where Javi was hiding. Kind of like me and you, Nat, could survive the winter. You're not like these girls. We see Nat say, actually, I'm worse. I let him die in my place. It was supposed to be me. You're a good person, Coach. You don't, you really don't belong in this place. Um, what did you think of that scene between the two of them? I didn't know Coach really cared that much about Natalie. <laughs> yeah. To be well, honest, I mean, like, yeah. I know that that's who he was talking to, but I didn't think that it was to the point where he it would just be an escape for him and her only. I don't know. I was thinking that maybe he would try to pull the team together. I don't know. Like, 
now we see him alive. Now we see him wanting to live. It was just an interesting shift, especially when I thought he was going to die before the season was over. For sure. Well, I think, um, you know, obviously earlier in the season, we had Nat kind of bringing back the maps to coach. And then last season, there was more of a connection, but I think that's true. No, you're right. But certainly they didn't really make any connections in the middle to late, you know, season. They haven't done a good job of reminding of that us of that relationship for sure. Um, We go back in the cabin. We see Travis telling Van that she should be ashamed of herself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we see her say, well, I'm not uh, I'm not ashamed, Travis. I'm glad I'm alive, just like you are. And I don't think any of us are, who, who are still here should feel ashamed of that ever. Um, let your brother save you, Travis, after everything you went through. Don't you owe him at least that. Um, what, what did you think of where Van was going? And then d- did she do a convincing job of convincing Travis to eat Javi, I guess? I don't know. Her face to me is what I was like. She just, it was like kind of scary. I'm like thinking about the scene and just like her, her like facial expressions were like so serious. And she, I don't know. I don't know. It was pretty convincing to me, but um, I was like, why is he only telling Van that she should be ashamed? Why wouldn't he tell everybody? Well, I think it's just because they were together in that moment alone where he could talk. Yeah. Um, So if that was Jill, um would she by her saying you should do this for jill she's been through so much would she have convinced you to eat jill no um even if you're like really starving uh would you eat jill no i don't know i don't know jill is my sister and i oh my god i would be i don't know if I was so starving I, in the wilderness and starving, oh God, I would be so mad at everybody, number one, for letting my sister die. Um, I don't know. That's like a really, I think that's where this shit gets really fucking sick and crazy because we know that they're hungry. We know that they're starving. Do I want to die or do I want to live? Javi wants to live. I think I, I don't know probably want to live too but i don't want to eat my sister at all so i do think you're right about the van looks and how her like looks progress like specifically from the last season when they go to go on the hunt or like in that queen scene i'm really wondering like i just think that deleted scene with how they decided the queens could have told us so much about yeah yeah i wish we saw that yeah, so we might be missing some pieces, um, but in generally, you know, I think, you know, Van is doing a good jo- job showing us on the screen with what she's got. Uh, so we go back to Walter. He's singing Send in the Clowns. Um, it looks like he's stirring or cooking something. I assume this was the Phenobarbital Barbital for the, um, the, uh, the cocoa. Uh, Kevin Tan walks in. Uh, Walter says, I'm calling the police. He's got to already know Kevin is the police. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And I'm like, he's mixing this up. He knew Walter, what he was doing the Walter, entire time. So damn good. Walter is just like he knew amazing. exactly what yeah. he was doing the entire time. He knew that they were going to be followed because how well the police are following 
Jeff. We know we know that Walter emailed them to them. Correct. Correct. So he had to have tipped the hand that way. And then the police See, also that's where followed I didn't Jeff. know. I was like, did then they know because of Walter or did they know because they were just following Jeff and Callie? And I think it had to have been both because that had to have been what he told the cops. Or maybe follow or them. Unless, yeah, I don't know. They yeah. know where Shauna is. Yeah. Um, so Kevin's like, I am the police. And then Walter's acting so surprised. He's like, like a real live detective. I, that's where it got me. I'm like, you fucking liar. He's like, I'm a detective too. Well, a citizen detective, cause he's a lifelong asthmatic. Um, cause that would stop then, him from being a cop. And then he's like, oh, where are my manners? So he offers him some cocoa. Um, he asks why that he's there. Uh, Kevin tells him right away, Shauna Sadecki. And he mentions that, uh, Walter mentioned she's not the only one here. There's practically yeah, a coven. coven. Yeah, coven of them all up to no good. Um, Elijah Wood is just so amazing. He's like, so he good. He's hit, so good. Him and uh, Christina Ricci are two of the best parts of this season yes. two, for sure. Hands down, they own season two, in my opinion. Uh, so we go back to Jeff and Callie. They're kind of walking and talking. Uh, funny line from Jeff. He says, the American family is crumb- crumbling, <laughs> Callie. You try making a living in sectionals. Um, they see Kevin Ten. Jeff tells Callie to go find her mom. And he walks in on uh, Walter and Kevin, asks Walter to leave. Did you think he was going to confess here? Or where do you think we were going? I wasn't surprised. Let's just put it that way. I just like, I fucking knew it. Remember we told, I we predicted i was like jeff's gonna go down he's gonna fucking confess to save his family yeah i wasn't i didn't know what to expect here but it it definitely did not surprise him to see him do it um he mentions that it was a crime of passion that he ended up killing him that he couldn't tell shauna and he did it to protect him uh and her family and then kevin passes out yeah um i thought jeff's reactions were so funny he was like totally like um i don't know how how i describe it just he was a mess he's like oh fuck he's like i think he's thinking he's gonna get like blamed for this of course yeah you see walter come by and he's like hiya me again and uh he's like phenobarbital surprisingly fast acting he introduces himself as a friend of misty's and he's like it's okay if you haven't heard of me yet which just everything from walter in this episode i thought was great Uh, he goes, that's a beautiful false confession. Confession. I can see it came out of real love. Do you think that Kevin Tan bought his confession? No. Yeah. So like when Kevin Tan was reacting, he's just like, oh, fuck, he's going to take the fall from her. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like Kevin knows. I mean, Jeff is not the sharpest tool in the shed. And I think that is pretty evident. Season one, season two. When they were teenagers, teenage timeline, adult timeline, it just doesn't make sense. And I think we know Jeff is a good person and just is all about his family. And I think Kevin knows that too. Yeah, I mean, I think because of the skill involved in the slicing and just the the burying, like I, I don't think There's anybody no thinks Jeff would would be put all that together. Um, I thought Jeff did do a good acting job, fake Jeff or yes. actor Jeff. Like he was doing a hell of an acting his pants off trying to, to convince him though. Um, so we see him just like, Jeff is a mess and just Walter's like, hey, you know, keep it together. Help me move this body, which I thought it was funny. He's like, Jeffrey, does anyone call you that? 
And he's like, it's okay, buddy. I know this is a lot. I need your help right now. So they grab Kevin Tan uh, and move him to the side. Uh, we go to Coach Ben trying to start a piss poor fire in the caves and the team timelines. Obviously, he can't do shit. Um, Shauna, teen Shauna comes in with like the first batch of meat. Did I guess like I figured I generally knew that was a heart. Like, I feel like that's how I've seen them drawn, but like I haven't seen a lot of hearts in my day. Um, she calls for Travis first. I think it made sense. Oh, also notable travel. Travis puts Javi's little wood wolf on the mantle uh -huh. place. Uh -huh. um, so I think it made sense that they would wait for Travis to eat the first piece out of like some sort of respect. Okay. So here's what I was thinking when he put that on the mantle, I thought he was going to put the heart on the mantle too. Right. Like, or something. Cause with, with, with a dog, with Thaisa, when she made that altar, was it the heart or was it his head? His head for sure, but I don't know that the heart wasn't there. But, like, <clears throat> they obviously took the bear heart to that tree stuff. Yeah, so that's so, what I was thinking. Like, this is an offering to Yeah, the I, I thought they would have him take the offering maybe even to the tree stump, and then they'd proceed with eating. Yes. And that because of his, like, pseudo- Lottie religious beliefs that he would acquiesce in conjunction with everything else and they would sacrifice the heart. Yes. I uh, I did not expect no. and or or no. understand no. him raw dog eating the heart like an apple. No. That that was the I didn't even say what the fuck. I was like ew. Like raw fresh off the chopping board, not even heated up. Like, I was like, look, I, I don't have never eaten like any animal organs like like that. I don't think I, I don't imagine organs taste good. I think I've had a liver before and I was like, eh. um, not bad liver, obviously. No, continue. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, fucking gross, bro. What you why did you do that? Well, I'm just trying to like understand why like in my head how we went for and that's i was asked it asking how good of a job like van did convincing you of like eating your sister because like i just like i could see if he like did the sacrifice and then eventually like ate with everyone i could see him being the last one to take a piece yeah but not the first one but not be the, the first one to pick and and then i was like are there a lot of extra like nutrients in a heart or is he like eating the heart because it like it's like a valve? It's a it's a muscle. It's like reminds okay. you of your brother. A, but yeah, I literally thought he as soon as like because I thought that that's what they were doing, like laying the groundwork for let's put the wolf on top of there, then the heart as an offering. It's fucking crazy. And then when he put it in the pot, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, and so. I mean, it's shocking, so I guess it's, I don't know if fun is the word I want to use, but just narratively, I'm, I can't fathom why he would raw dog the heart. Like, it's just makes no sense to me. And then, like, then I was like, well, they give him his cut of meat pick first, I guess, so that's good, but why would you pick the heart? Like, is, like 
I just don't really understand. Um, so we see all the other girls kind of like hastily, w- once he puts the meat in, they all start grabbing their meat cuts to put in on the fire. Um, Misty brings Lottie food. Uh, she says, please, you need your strength. Um, Lottie says, I thought it wanted what's best for us. Now I'm not so sure. And Misty, once again, kind of trying to power up on her. is just like, your team needs you. Eat. Okay, so now we go back to adult Lottie. Um, the song is God is Alive, Magic is Afoot by Buffy St. Marie. Oh, um, she is an indigenous Canadian-American um according to wikipedia so at first i was like this song is really creepy to me yes out of all the song choices i feel like this was like the one where i like truly heard the words too and was like whoa i don't know do you know what i mean like it just i was like is this like a is this like a black magic hymnal or what is going on here like i was almost uncomfortable yes it would it just didn't it like I mean, you're obviously all the songs of like the ones that I do know, the ones that I don't know. I, I'm like, it It doesn't even, it just goes past me, right? Except for this song, it came at such a creepy way. I don't know if it was the look of Lottie's face, how they introed the song or how they integrated the song into the scene. But I was like, yeah, I was like, whoa, this is heavy shit right here. Yeah, I guess the only one I could compare creepy wise to me would be when they did that like down by the water song in the first season in the very first episode where you see kind of the flashes of um, like creepy Misty in the fire from the cannibal council. Like when Nat is like tripping out on drugs or whatever. That's the only time I remember like listening to music and being like, you know, this is pretty creepy. But anyway, according to Wikipedia, the twisted eerie soundscapes of this album laid the groundwork for the evolution of gothic music and they describe them as twisted and eerie so i'm like okay it's not just me this thing is like intentionally creepy um and and i almost couldn't tell like in this in this scene specifically though i do think that uh lottie did a great job in that like it, it almost sounded like Lottie was participating in it, but I don't think she ever did. But like, she was just like, she really was into this song. Um, some of the words were the magic never died. God is a foot. God never died. Um, we see Lottie see that her cabinet was broken into. Yeah. But she was like almost happy. Yeah. So I thought that was weird. Um and at that point, the gun probably has to be gone. Like, at first, you think that's Misty got into the cabinet. But don't you think that probably Lisa had already that, got mm-hmm, into that cabinet? Mm-hmm. And, and so Nat, trying to effectively tell her to get out of there, put her on such high alert that she went and got that gun. Mm-hmm. Probably is, is what happened there. Um, we see, see, and this is where... So the whole season, I thought Ty was almost bad for Van. And this is the first thing where I'm like, okay, Van is a bad influence on Ty Ty. because Van encourages Ty to call off the crisis team to get Lottie. Um, What did you think of that decision? I thought it would, I thought it would make, I thought it was a better approach for if they were were really going to just drop 
her off themselves. If that was really true. Do you know what I mean? I think that. And I don't know a if cri- it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought. I didn't know what they should have done with Lottie, honestly. Obviously, in retrospect, piss poor decision on everyone's part. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So um, we see Nat kind of, um, she kind of put the knife in her wrist as kind of like hiding that knife that she took from the earlier scene as as all the girls are like gathering around by the fire. Um, Ty and Van, uh, I will say this now just because it's been so funny all damn season. Every time I write Van in my phone, it autocorrects to can. And I have to have written Van a thousand times at this point. And every damn time, unless I fix it, it says uh, can. So tie in can, lay out masks. Van, and, and listen, every time I say Van, I have to delete and rewrite a V. I'm sure there's another way to do it, but good God almighty, I'll be glad to not write Van again for a while. Um, Van kind of like kick-started the fire, like the fire was already going, but she got it. Like, Why did she add that extra fuel? Like to the fire? booming it more, yeah. like almost trying to channel the wilderness more, or like channel that 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 time when they had those fires in the wilderness more. Um, we hear Shauna ask Misty, um, "Did they say how long it was going to take to get here?" Uh, Misty says we told them it was urgent and Nat is like Misty who's we so they kind of allude to Walter but nothing ever comes of that of relevance right uh, Lottie and then this is once again like she's pretty much unhinged the whole episode but she's just totally unhinged she's off. She, she's breathing shakily uh, and, and so this is one of the few areas where I could see but we don't really see the degradation over time but I guess if she's been off her meds for so long I was thinking the same that's thing. the only thing that could make sense to me but because we don't see the progression of that we just see last episode and now she's just totally friggin' right. on we but if we that. saw her coming off the meds over time or really understood that I would understand this better if that makes sense um yeah. But then once again, we're really accounting for the meds being the cause of all this first, the dark force or the, the, the supernatural. Um, so we see her lay out another life knife that they didn't have access to. That looks very similar to the old Shauna knife. Um, she gets the cards. Um, she says it's time. I have a question. Uh, Do we know timeline wise when, when, Lottie stops taking her meds because like she originally went to we see like the far the the psychiatrist right like the old like when she meets the new psychiatrist and she's like I want did she want to up her meds at that point I forget that conversation that's what she was asking to do to up her meds so that she could bury the visions okay and then we don't know technically when she well that would make sense this is all making sense to me now because she hadn't, I mean, I don't know if that was a real doctor that she first saw and if they gave her meds to increase, you know what I mean? Like, so it I'm just makes sense, that like that the, was, uh, the spiraling I, down, like you just yeah. brought that to my attention. Cause I was like, yeah, now she's like in this manic state, right? Where she yeah, is completely I, impulsive, completely erratic, erratic. I just think they could have done a slightly better job of showing it the last two episodes, like just a little more, like a little more hands, like we see we see that like obviously she was having a vision and it wasn't a real like psychiatrist but like she seems so in control in that when they're yeah. going out to the fire she's like everyone yeah. needs to leave she's so in control of herself yeah. and then and there's then, that 
And then it's like the next episode, all the girls are coming in and she's like totally under control. Like it's just, it's like, and we're in the same night almost or half a night basically. And I think that's where like this season is so compact that it's hard to understand the changes over such a short, like they're trying to tell us all this happened in a week. And it's like, I don't know, dude. Um, It just makes no sense. And that's why I think the pills were a reminder. I don't know. That was like a little, that was like a little Easter egg type of deal because I don't know why it just hit me now is like this totally makes sense that she's completely lost it she's been off her meds it only makes sense because I mentioned her being off the meds and neither of us got that watching the episode we only got it an hour into this conversation yeah and so I I get it but I just think they could have done a better job showing us but maybe I will give Simone Kessel a little bit of a pass because maybe she was like had a little more info but yeah it's just um yeah anyway uh so we see Callie with the gun Syracusa comes up on her um did you think Callie was gonna shoot Syracusa no um he's like I'm gonna have to ask you to keep your hands where I can see them I thought it was weird because she like takes I guess she was taking the safety off to wherever but we hear like this click like I would think Syracuse would be immediately a little more alarmed than he was. We hear him say he wants to see her hands, but then as Kevin Tan calls, he just kind of like leaves her there. I thought that was a little weird. I almost think you would maybe take her with you, question mark. Um, What did you think of Walter's little Kevin Tan voice recording phone scheme? How, how? How did he get that? Well, we can tell from some of the words that he said it was like in that room with, I don't know if it was Jeff and this Kevin. Was Tan. He, yeah, yeah. Like there was things he had said in the previous scene, either to Walter or to Jeff. So, um, but, but Dan, like Walter is like a citizen detective superhero, him and Missy, mm-hmm. man, they're great. Um, he says, uh, Jeff asks if, if he thinks that's going to work. And the, like, I just love this from Walter. Once again, he's like, honestly, I'm not sure, but like, he's kind of freaked out, but like, just like Walter's honesty. Cool. Is, cool. Yeah. Just in Walter's honesty. He's just like, yeah, I have no clue. This is going to work. I thought was, was pretty funny. Um, we go back to the adults. Lottie puts the queen in the deck. She's shuffling once again, big breaths from her. Um, some funny reactions from Misty and Shauna. And I think it didn't seem to you that Misty was really that into this, right? No, like, no. She, like in spot, she kind of went along, but like we see her, we see her here, I think, you know, just trying to delay everything. She's like, are we sure everyone's in their beds? Um, Shauna mentions that she would like to shuffle. Uh, we see uh, Ty say, hey, Lottie, can we talk about this? Um, and then this is where Van's being really weird. And she's like, Shauna, that's probably enough. So to me, this is where Van goes from trying to like help Lottie to basically encouraging them to do the hunt, which makes me think she was trying to do this for her cancer thing. Cause like, otherwise, why would she, you know, Mm. make them draw? She's like, this is, this is enough. Like, let's go. And we see Van is the first one to draw. To pick it. Yeah. She speeds the draw up. So she's trying to encourage this, not take care of, you know, maybe obviously earlier in the teen timeline, she has affinity for Lottie. So I don't disbelieve that she cares for Lottie, but like, it seems a primary motivation was to engage in this hunt almost because she draws first. So 
she draws the four of clubs, they burn the card. Um, and we see Ty ask, is this what you wanted to happen? Um, Lottie says, Thaisa, you're refusing to draw because you know what happens if you do. So we assume if, and, and this was maybe covered the deleted scene, ha ha ha. But if you refuse to draw, then you're automatically, I guess, picking yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, she draws an eight of diamonds. Misty draws an ace of spades. Shauna draws a two of clubs. Uh, Nat draws a six of clubs. Lottie draws an ace of hearts. W- were you surprised that the draw was going on so long? Or? Yeah, no, I wasn't. Because there's four, there's five of them. Well, as they finish, Lottie's like, again. And um, so Van draws a seven of clubs. And then what did you think when they started flashing the teen scenes in with them drawing? As I like that. I thought it was, it created a good uh, feel of, I don't know. It just, I like the connection of it. Yeah, I liked it too. And like the kind of tension was ramping up. Until we see draw Shauna draws the queen. Who did um, you think was gonna draw the queen? Um, I didn't necessarily think Shauna was gonna draw the queen. Um I thought Natalie was. Okay. And and selfishly, when Shauna draw drew the queen, I'm like, I know Shauna's not gonna die, but please just let this be it. Please let, let us yeah. finally get, get it. But I knew like realistically that wasn't gonna happen. Um, but it was weird. You know, we see Lottie first and Ty and Van immediately go to put the masks on. Oh, yeah. um, Misty and Nat kind of go around the sides. Did Was there any question in your mind that this might be like a real thing? I, I at that point when they were like, all right, it's done. I was like, whoa, that was re- from we have a plan that we are just trying to get this going until the crisis team come. I just didn't know what, what was Van and Ty's. Well, I think Van wanted the hunt period. You do. I, yeah, I guess Van- then what did Ty want? What did they think? Because they're the ones who made the call that the thing wasn't going to yeah. come. How did they I want think, this to end I think up? Van wanted the hunt because of her cancer. I don't and want think- it to be the hunted either the hunted or they would kill somebody else. And maybe that would help her with her cancer. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you think, Oh, I've been missing that. Like Van had when I thought when you think selfishly, so you think that if Van, if, if we, so Van is connecting her cancer to the evil of the wilderness. Yeah. She's, if she sacrifices something to the wilderness, her cancer is going to be taken care of. That's her only shot. And you would I say just that's got pretty that far, now. but like- When you kept on saying like for selfish purposes, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I should have said that early on in the episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now it, makes, now it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't, just to be clear, as I was progressing, I wasn't all the way there. I just, by, by the time we get here, it's like, okay, this is what Van wanted to happen all along. It could be, and, it's the only rational explanation. Yeah, honestly. nothing fucking else makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and once again, I don't know that they did the best job explaining it, but the, you know, obviously they're going to do that next season in theory. Um, and then, but I don't understand why Ty would just go, but it's like, okay, Ty's like following Van, but then you see Nat and Misty go, but it's like, obviously they have to make sure of what's going on, but I don't understand why they're just not like, what the fuck we've seen Nat speak up multiple times but yeah. maybe Nat, why did this- i mean we know nat's got a knife pocketed so she's gonna eventually act so i guess that's why and i do think misty just kind of like um just is prone to go along with things just seeing where it's going but i don't think she's ever like oh i can't wait to kill shauna 
Um, so we see Lottie say to Shauna, it's up to you. You can submit or run. <laughs> I did think it was like funny. Shauna's like, okay, time out. We're not really doing this, are we? And like, okay, so you've all actually lost your minds, which I mean, I get totally different timeline, but it's like, yeah, kind of convenient now that, that Shauna is like, uh, what's going on here? Um, after so many people have been hurt by things that she's either participated in or has not stopped. But, um, but yeah, and it was just funny. I mean, Melanie Linsky is a great actress. Um, so she's like, you know, there's no it, right? It was just us. Uh, and I didn't think this was an interesting question. Is there a difference from Lottie? Uh, and then as Shauna starts to kind of walk away, she's like, are you running? Is that your choice? And another, you know, classic Shauna line, oh, fuck off. Is they're going to like hunt her, I guess. So they start to chase Shauna. Uh, we go back to Syracuse. He finds Kevin Tan's body in the trunk. Walter grabs a gun with gloves on, shoots the body, hands it back. Okay, okay. So I was like, I thought, so he took Mancuso's gun? So yeah, he's like, is he? so he had to have had the keys because he couldn't open it. So we set it up to where at first he couldn't open it. And then as he opened it, Walter snuck up behind him with gloves on, took the gun, shot the bully multiple times, and then handed the gun back to him. I was so fucking confused. I was like, did, what? Yeah, so I was like, did Walter have a gun? And how was he connect? I didn't didn't understand that scene, but now it makes sense, okay. And um, so Walter says, I'm about to give you a choice. He kind of lays the details out of his narrative. I did think this was so funny because it's like Syracuse is kind of pushing back. He's like, try and yes and a little, which is like an improv term, you know, like, so I thought just Walter is chef's kiss perfect um, this whole season, in my opinion. Um, so he's basically tied the bank records and Jessica Roberts to Kevin Tan. Unless- I don't get that. How? So, so how? So basically Walter is going to plant that? And why does that make sense? I think he's already tied. I would have to go back to it because I actually did not take um, detailed notes on this section. But like, basically, he's tied the 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 bank records and Jessica Roberts to Kevin Tan, unless um, Syracuse doesn't go along with everything. Then he's going to, you know, have. But what is what does the bank statements have to do with anything? Like. I think like Bank Sink is paying paying Jessica Roberts and or other things. I mean, he's tied things to, you know, I I, like I said, I wouldn't get them there. I still wouldn't get the motive. Like, what would Kevin Tan get out of him paying Jessica Roberts to do this? I don't I don't know. That's the part I did. I was like left kind of perplexed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly they're wrapping it up pretty tightly, but it made sense enough to me, but I did not take detailed notes on the section to like really walk you through it other than to say, you know, I got the point. And I think that's the point is that he's tied. He's tied records. We know he can do stuff behind the scenes. He's done stuff behind the scenes to either tie this to Kevin Tan or if Syracuse doesn't go along with it. He's going to switch that to Syracuse. So why, so why did he, so why is Walter setting it up Okay. Okay. Why so would it make sense Kevin, for Kevin, to Kevin, kill Kevin. Well, no, because Kevin Tan, it doesn't matter why, his prints are on the gun. So he just shot Kevin Tan. And so he is going to tie either the stuff he's already tied to Kevin Tan. And that's why Syracuse had to kill him. 
Or if he doesn't do that, he's going to tie all those records to Kevin Tan. So it looks like Syracuse is the one who acted in the wrong. And so, okay. so Syracuse's choice, because the authorities are on the way, literally, is he either goes along with what Walters laid out and says that Kevin Tan was doing all this stuff and I had to kill him. He was acting out or his prints are on the gun. He just shot Sharakusa. He can say whatever he wants to, but all the records are going to tie to um, Syracuse and his fingerprints are on the gun that just killed Kevin Tan. So, I mean, I get it is definitely a fast wrap up, but I, I bought it enough to say, okay, that's clean enough. And honestly, the Adam Martin shit has been terrible. And so yeah. however, however we wrap this up, Walter's yeah. still alive. Like, yeah, I, I, I would have, I think everyone would have preferred it have been Syracuse shot and Kevin, and Kevin yeah. alive. hundred percent. We all would have rather that happen, but you know, thank God, hopefully this Adam Martin shit is over. Cause it has been terrible. Totally it has been, out. it has been a weight on this season and like it just has drug on and drug this season down. I think most people feel that way. Um, so now we go back to the girls chasing Shauna. Callie shoots Lottie in the arm. What were you thinking as this went down? I thought for sure we might get Callie dead here. No, I did not think that she's a child. I don't think that they would kill her. Well, but it would have had such a like emotional impact yeah. her getting involved, you know, and I don't yeah. know what her I was her just ceiling. through that whole scene. I was just really surprised of how surprised Lottie was of like, that's your daughter. Like kind of like her whole face was like, it but changed. I think, but I think that's tying to obviously Lottie had a vested interest in, in Shauna's baby. previous baby. Yeah. Yep. And so now we're going to see something weird here, potentially. Yeah. So I think that's obviously what that had to do with. That's the only thing. Those are the only emotions and thoughts that came across yeah. my mind. It was like, why is Lottie so excited? Like, it was like a change in her face, right? Like, yeah. Like, when she says she's so powerful, you oh, know, so, so she powerful. Can see. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, you, you know, she said previously that Shauna's baby was going to like change the world. Mm-hmm. This is our hope. Is this mm-hmm. now the baby? Is this like making her second guess? Like maybe I wasn't wrong about the prophecy even more because obviously, yeah, it wasn't that baby, but the baby has now come. We have seen in the t- teen timeline that teen Lottie is willing to reset the narrative based on what happens. Like if I had a criticism of teen Lottie, she's like, because remember, she's like, oh, it wasn't you know, us praying, we didn't save the baby. We saved Shauna. That's what we wanted all along. You know, we've seen her kind of reset the narratives. Um, so obviously this gives her another chance in a very, you know, potentially crazy state to reset that narrative. Uh, we hear Lottie say it's here now. Um, it's with us or it's here. It's with us now. Uh, we see them asking where the psych team is. And then this is where Ty, we find out that Ty called it off because of Van. Um, Van specifically says it's not right. She's like this because of us. And then we hear Lottie say, listen, what do we hear? One of your favorite lines. What is the uh, telling us? <laughs> Team Lottie emerges down the stairs. They all hug her. Uh, Mari says, I'm so happy you're okay. And then we see Teen Van is the storyteller. They ask her to tell her them the story of different movies. Um, she, she says, how about something you haven't heard? So she says, once upon a time, there was a place called the wilderness. It was beautiful and full of life. 
but it was also lonely and violent and misunderstood. So one day the wilderness built a house. It waited. Summers came, winters came. And then we see Lottie interrupt this. While this is going on, we saw Coach stealing wood and matches. What and and like he grabs an axe. What were you thinking? I mean, I obviously thought Coach was just stealing supplies to bring back to his exactly, exactly. I thought he needed supplies to bring back to his new residence. Yeah, Uh, I did not think what was happening was going to happen. Yeah, and where we have had some criticisms, once again, still love the show. To be clear, Um, they did a great job of setting that that up by showing Coach piss poor, starting a fire. He couldn't do dick with his little rocks or whatever. So it made sense that we come steal the matches. Do you think? And this is kind of how I think. Do you think that it was possible Coach was going just to get the matches, and he saw how fucked up they continually are, and just snap? Versus this being his plan all along. I think it was his plan all along. He needed to put an end to this. It it needed to stop. So we hear Lottie say, I never wanted to be in charge. It chose me because I was the only one who knew how to listen, but I can't hear it anymore. I think that's because it doesn't need me anymore. You all learned how to hear it, feel it. Maybe what it wants now is for a leader that can help us survive for the rest of the time we're out here. And this isn't me. We see some of the girls kind of like, are like, no, or react. The wilderness chose who fed us. It's already chose who should lead us. And that's where she says it's going to be Natalie. So now we go back to adult Lottie. She says, you believe me now? It's still with us. It never left. Um, Shauna, how can you think it wasn't there when you killed your lover? Mm. And Misty, when you kept that woman in your basement? Mm Mm-hmm. And Van, I saw it in your eyes this then, which is like, mm-hmm. to, to me, that kind of confirms how fucked up Van is because she's like, I just saw it in your eyes, basically. Mm-hmm. And Taya brought you to her so uh, she would bring you to hear us. Um, was Misty trying to like tie up her arm because of the blood? Like, I wasn't sure if Misty was like trying to like subdue her. Or oh, I think she was trying to put pressure on like Just that. trying to put yeah. pressure on the wound. Yeah, that's what I got like the second watch, but at first I was like, they're trying to like, because I'm like, please dear God, just like somebody keep her still until they call the author- the, the people to come get her. Um, and she says, it was in you, Nat, even when you denied it, especially then, you were always its favorite. And we just kind of see Nat, Nat snap. Um, she says, why don't you ever stop? Did you get that she was like going after her with the knife when Lisa came there? No. Because I didn't totally get it on first watch, but yeah, that's that's why that that kind of, I, I think they did such a good job of hiding it. It just kind of seemed, seemed like Nat was snapping, but I think Nat actually had the knife that she had been hiding in her wrist so that, that she was going to actually stab Lottie then, mm-hmm. which makes sense why Lisa would Full then circle. be so aggressive yeah. with the gun. Um, now we go back to teen Lottie. She's like, how do we, else do we explain what happened there? We tried to kill you and it wouldn't let us. So we saw them make Lottie the leader um, or, or not the leader. She kisses her hand. I thought that was like that whole thing was so weird. Okay. Well, we see coach kind of watching in the background. Uh, Song is Killing Moon by Novel Vague featuring Melanie Payne. I know you really wanted to know that. Um. Jen kisses the hand, Mary bows, Akila curtsies, Melissa removes her hat, which is funny to me. 
Uh, Misty bows and we see Nat kind of like smiling and laughing. So you thought this was weird. Any other thoughts? They never did this before with Lottie. Like, did they ever kiss her hand, ever curtsy in front of her and pay homage to her? I just thought it was like, is this like some weird coronation? You know, I don't know. It, I thought yeah. it was- so it's obviously that's what it's meant to be. Um, the, the only time I can kind of remember that we see something similar would have been end of last season when we see Lottie put the bare heart and it's kind of like Van and Misty behind her. Yeah, you like know? Neil, Th- all of them Neil w- at the same that- time and whatever. But do they each individually have to like curtsy, bow, tip their hat? So to me, you know, but and, and I where I kind of got weird is it was around the time that Misty kind of was bowing. And um, which I don't know if that's kind of like the beginning of Misty's loyalty to Natalie, too, which kind of comes full circle in this episode. Like, like, you know, she pledged that loyalty then and it carries through the whole time. Um, It seems surreal to me, almost like a like a fairy tale type of deal. Um, I think it makes sense in this regard. And and we forget that these girls are 16 and 17 years old. You know, I guess some of them might be 18 by now, but in a scene like this, we really see that where they're just like, it's almost role playing or disconnected from reality. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It was definitely weird. Um, We see Van put um, her hand to the cheek. Ty kind of shakes hands. I did think it was interesting to see how they all kind of did their pledges a little different. Um, Travis puts her hand on his, her hand on his heart, which that was kind of like what Lottie had done earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. If you remember, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, Shauna barely bows her head. And I did think it was kind of a weird reaction. Like it was interesting to see Nat smiling and almost happy in this role. It was just, I know I, I was very surprised at how comfortable she was in accepting that role, in taking on that role. She never was a part of that, the whole lot. You know what I mean? She never she was, was never part accepted of the, in any, in any timeline or frame or yeah. accepted so, by anyone. Or, and then, and then I didn't take her as a believer to the wilderness personally. Well, well to me, and I don't know that she ever was, but where I kind of took it was somebody that's never been accepted by anybody is finally being accepted yeah they're really just role playing at this point like i can't remember doing shit like this in high school but maybe younger than middle school you know like you're kind of acting things out with your friends and if you're in the situation and they're obviously you know more nourished now with with a belly full of hobby but um Mm -hmm. you know they've obviously been losing touch with reality so i thought it was weird it was all odd you know but but i you know, I can understand it, I guess, in, in that that it's weird. You know, I just take it for what it is. Um, so we go back to Lisa. She's like, what did you do to her? Natalie's like, I told you to leave. She's like, uh, Lisa's like, what did you, what is she talking about? You killed people. Tell me, have you just been lying this whole time? She's telling Natalie to drop the knife. Mm-hmm. So Natalie drops the knife. And then we see Misty has a syringe, charges mm-hmm. at Lisa. And we see this flashback of Natalie drawing the queen, Javi dying. So obviously she's going to take this stab mm-hmm. for Lisa. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? I thought it was not surprising at all. Like I said, it all makes sense. It came full circle. I feel like 
she was next, right? It was, it was only inevitable. Um, yeah, I was not surprised that uh, Natalie stepped in. Um, I know there's like, and, and obviously like I'm a Misty apologist for sure, but like Natalie knowingly did this, like Misty was obviously trying to save her friend from getting shot and Natalie, because she hadn't saved Javi, knowingly made this decision. So I, I do actually think that Misty would be convicted of involuntary man, manslaughter here. Cause yeah. I think it was kind of a self-defensey thing, but I think the jury would be like, why the, like, why fuck, do you have a syringe full correct, of uh, question fentanyl? mark? Yeah. I thought it was fentanyl. It was funny. I saw a review that saw it, said it was phenobarbital, but I think it was fentanyl. Um, and uh, it was a variety article, but, um, but yeah, I thought it was fentanyl as well, but I think they'd be like, why the fuck did you have fentanyl? Like you're at least going to jail for three to 10 years for this shit. Um, but it, it was a sort of act of self-defense, if you will. But the whole situation was fucked up. Um, we see Misty uh, like screaming, no, 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 as Nat's kind of on the plane. Uh, the, the song call out is Street Spirit by Radiohead. Um, in real time, Matt, Natalie is dying. Mm-hmm. Misty already knows it's too late because yeah. of whatever that dose was. It's a um, dose, yeah. Yep. And then... I did think it was interesting because obviously we saw before when she had that um, flashback, it was like on the plane with the fire. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? There's no Mm -hmm. fire here, but Javi's on the plane. He says, there's nothing to be afraid of, you know, Um, Nat said, no, I'm not supposed to be here. Did you think Nat was going to try to like live? Live. Yep. Yep. I had some questions and then we see young Nat. We both know that's not true. This is exactly where we belong. We've been here for years. I thought, I thought that made sense because I think Nat had probably a lot of guilt and they're, they're tying it more this season to Javi specifically, but I think overall Nat just had a lot of survivor's guilt, right? Yeah. It was flow of everything. One more time. Sorry. It broke up again. Um, about Nat's survivor. Survivor I think guilt. it was like the yeah, it was like a natural. I it made sense to me that she was the one to die. It was like a natural flow of just how everything kind of came out. It just made sense to me she would she's most likely to die. Although Van would be, but it just I don't know how the plot was kind of drawing itself out from like even how the season opened was her trying to kill herself. You know what I mean? Like Nat's been wanting to die. Um, we see Nat ugly crying, which one thing I will be glad of is not seeing Juliet Lewis's ugly cries ever again. Dear God, I had enough of it. Um, Teen Lottie talks to um, Nat on the plane. She says, Natalie, it's not evil. Just hungry like us. Just let it in. And then she holds, I think, her hand to her heart, her heart there. And then we see her kind of, I guess, assumatively die. Yeah. Uh, Misty saying, I'm sorry. Eventually we see kind of dispatch come and that that the cause of death is being ruled a drug overdose, um, which again would make me believe fentanyl. Um, It appears they're taking Wadi away. Um, Walter explains to Misty uh, that he took care of the Adam Martin situation. And then we hear Misty crying saying, Walter, I killed my best friend. 
I did think it would be good if she didn't say that as loud as she did in the middle of a bunch of cops and ambulances. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a better conversation for later. But what what did you think of them being re- reunited and how heartbroken Misty is here? It kind of, for me, solidified that Walter really does care about Misty and that he's, his intentions are to help her, not to go against her. As I presumably thought before, remember, I was like, he's just in yeah. it to be a, a detective but and, and, and be the ultimate citizen detective right but i think it's very clear to me and how he hugged her or made her hug him um to see that walter really does care about her and i think wants to have a relationship with her yeah and i think they did a good job once again of disguising this as the season went on this is an example of you know whether it made sense or not all the time i mean they try to make us think that it could be something else and even that last scene at his house seemed very like disconnected from the walter we knew that lived on his boat or whatever but yeah i think they did a good job of of making that i guess a surprise and the fact that they they only tipped their hand that he only had one season you know like Mm -hmm. you know know, like it's you know ideally it's pretty cool that we get to see more walter and missy because i definitely think they're the best part of this season we see jeff sean and callie reunited uh, poor Jeff is just like, long story, it's all going to be okay. And, you know, uh, Sean is obviously like, Natalie's dead. She seems to be upset. Uh, seems like Syracusa is explaining to the cops the version that Walter mm-hmm. wanted them to tell. Um, what did you think when Ty and Van, you know, are sitting there and Ty's like, they're going to keep you for a little while, but we're going to check on you to Lottie. What were your thoughts on that? I was like, oh, they're going to actually s- still send her to the psych ward and you'll notice now that van's uh, about to be cancer free she's not you know throwing a big fit that yeah. lottie's going to the psych ward now um and i did think it was interesting lottie said we gave it what it wanted it's pleased with us you'll see and to me it almost looked like she was explaining that to van and then at that point i thought van looked upset but like obviously that lottie's leaving but like maybe like I don't know. I, I feel like she maybe thinks that it's, really it's possible how, that this will work. Also, was really surprised about how Lottie fight going to be in the psych ward. Right? She was like almost accepting of the situation of like, oh, this is perfectly fine. But yeah, yeah, it's weird. She's, she's not like, why, why? Yeah, or like was it right? Confused. Like this is all meant to be. That's what I was like really surprised. Yeah, well, and I thought, too, that um, I don't think this is what should have happened, but it just would have been an interesting book into the season. It had been, like, interesting to see Lottie just, like, scream as they took her away, like, when she was on the plane yeah, or whatever. exactly. Some sort um, of reaction. Yeah. Now, Callie is possessed by the darkness, right? Did you see that look on her face then and earlier? No, you do? Yeah, yeah Kelly's. Kelly's definitely got the uh, the darkness in her, I think, is where we're going there. I did there. not fucking catch that. Yeah, it, so earlier on, I thought she had kind of a weird look at the end of the season where they were all together. And then in this season, as they're pulling Lottie away, you kind of see kind of a weird look on Callie's face. So I definitely think that's where they're she's going. She's all powerful. Yeah, something's going to happen. Um so we go back to the teen timeline. Okay, this is this is my bookend of the Shauna is the worst. Shauna is sitting there writing a little diary how she's so upset that she didn't get picked as the queen. And right. she felt so invisible with Jackie, but she doesn't finish. But like, 
Shauna is insufferable. She's such a, you know, spoiled little brat, man. Um, what did you think of Shauna thinking she should have been picked as the antler? Queen? I was like, who's writing this? Because <laughs> yeah. it couldn't be Shauna. Like those thoughts never even remotely were conveyed in her actions. Right. Well, once like, again, good old passive aggressive Shauna. I was just She's like, gonna fucking journal it you away. Know it's, you know it's Shauna who's writing this, but you're like, who really is like what? She's delusional. Yeah, good old Shauna. Um, so because she is journaling, though, she realizes the cabin's been set on fire. She makes sure to grab all her fucking journals right. and um, kind of the blanket too. Uh, well, they already burned the the oh, right. symbol blanket. Um, the kind of chaos is ensuing. Um, time van kind of finally break through the doors. Misty says to grab everything you can. I think Misty grabbed the shit bucket, but I mean, I think stuff yes. was like in it. But I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, smartly, they tried to grab as many blankets as possible, and they all um, watched the cabin burn to the ground. Uh, so obviously coach Ben set the cabin on fire, yeah, right? Correct. Um, any thoughts on coach Ben setting the cabin on fire or um, just kind of what's your thoughts? He's the next fucking hunt. Do you think he's wrong for that? Do you think he's justified? Absolutely. He's wrong. Why would he set those girls on fire? That's horrible. So I got to give my um, my favorite tweet post show. Uh, this was by RJ, which this the, the username is Van's face with two E's. And he says, Coach Ben is the dirtiest skank whore to ever exist. <laughs> Hashtag yellow jackets. I don't know why, but that made me laugh. But yeah, I thought it's an interesting choice that Coach Ben doesn't like what they're doing. So he tries to burn them all live, like the most that, fucked up thing ever yeah. in the history of the world. Yeah. What does he want to save their bodies and eat them for later now? I mean, what the fuck was he thinking? It's pretty fucked and up. He's almost for sure. like, you know what these girls are capable of. They survived this. You're going to be next, dumbass. The finishing song was The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen. I know you're a big fan of them as well. Um, so let's, let's kind of wrap up. Um, what what characters or plot lines are you enjoying what are you not enjoying like what do you what Obviously, do you look forward to i want to? to see the development of misty and walter number one yep i would like to see what happens like how how will the wilderness reward these girls for the sacrifice of, in the adult timeline in the adult timeline I yep. definitely want to, of, of course, what's always interested me the most is the teen timeline and just seeing how that plays out. Um, we're now, we're now what, maybe 10 months. We know that they had like eight more months out to survival, correct? Because they were there for 18 months. Is that correct? I mean, we know we're getting another winner regardless. For so sure. So it's almost a year-ish because we know. But yeah, it's probably been you're you're generally right but i mean we know we're getting another winner is is yeah. generally what we do now i think um i'm really interested i think that their cabin was gonna be set on fire but how are they gonna survive now they're still stuck that damn in there 
snows on the ground. What are they going to do? How are they going to have shelter? Um, but I'm really interested to see how they, they take their revenge on coach, to be honest. So in the adult timeline, Walter and Misty, we obviously look forward yeah, to. That's the only thing I'm really looking forward to, to see what I'd like to know where Steve is the dog and see if he's okay. Um, I don't think we'll, you, we'll get that. How do you feel like, I don't feel, I think they could have just had Simone and Ty have like a phone conversation and break up and not talk like them starting that car crash angle and that, you know, and even Steve and just leaving that there at the beginning of the season, I think is bizarre. Um, yeah. I just don't understand why we needed any they of should that. Have, should have, like you said, she should have left her in that yet, but I think they might've needed to put that in there to just show the evil I get it, but I just think they could have done it a different way. She already killed the dog. They could have showed other things like to leave. Could have been it. Could have been ended at that where to to leave that huge plot line hanging all the way in the next season, which is like we're not going to get the the delivery of what happened with Simone in the car wreck for like two years of our lives is insane to me. Um, the Adam. What are you? What about you? But uh, I hope the Adam thing is put to bed. Yeah, I'm going to kind of go a a few different directions. In the adult timeline, I think really it's just, um, it's Misty and Walter. I've grown to um, appreciate Callie as a character, but I think what we're going to get is this will they, won't they with Callie? Is she evil? Is she not with the Sadekis? Which I don't think I'm really going to enjoy that. Um, I am interested to see what happens with Lottie, right? Yeah, of course. Um, I am less interested in Van, um, but I assume we're going to find out what's going on with her cancer. Is she going to like try to help get Lottie out or visit? Um, I guess I'm looking like I, w- I want closure to the tie and Simone and Steve stuff, but I don't know that I really care about it. So really, I think in the adult timeline, the only thing I'm really interested in is Walter and Misty and what happens to yeah. Lottie from here um in the teen timeline I guess it's interesting you know like I, I, we have no clue where the it's gonna go is, I think teen time is what's caring for me that keeps me interested because I still want to there's just so much time left to to fill in which I'm excited about I'm not to be honest I could do away with less adult timeline and more of teen timeline I don't know. Yeah, and I, don't I just think don't we'll get. How- I don't think we'll get that, right? Um, but I, I mean, I'm just more interested in the team time, and I want to know more about that. So I think I'm going to get into just a few nitpicky things as I work my list down of like you know questions and whatever. Um, I'm a little. It's not a big disappointment, but it, I just feel it's worth mentioning this specific episode, like. I'm disappointed we didn't really get any closure between Kevin Tan and Natalie. Um, mm, I don't which know I don't how think they will ever again again. Well, we're not. No. So I don't know how they would have done it this episode. They could have given us, it would have been weird because like Kevin being involved in the plane thing, but they could have done a Kevin Tan and Natalie on a plane. I, they could have done a Kevin Tan or Natalie in passing on this property. They could have done. Yeah. They didn't even things. know that they, they were there that each other yeah. were there. That's crazy. Yeah find that odd um 
we covered a little earlier, but I'm just going down my notes as I have them. The Adam Martin plotline was shit. Um, it did not need to. It it did not have great value dragging into this season, in my opinion. Mm-mm. Um, what did you think about? Like some people are obviously very upset and adult Nat died. Um, you don't seem that as <clears throat> upset, but what are your thoughts on that? Like I said, I kind of find it full circle. I don't know. It I I don't want to say I expected her to die because that for sure was a surprise to me. But it at the end when it did happen, it was like, oh, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't like I said, I feel like Natalie was entered into this season as wanting to kill herself, but she's ready to die. Like she's ready to give up. So it to me, that kind of maybe justifies the whole death of Natalie. I'm not upset at it. I I was surprised by it, but I, I mean, I'm not upset by her character dying. I think it's sad. So I don't know how popular of opinion this is, but I think Juliette Lewis and her stuff with Natalie in the first season to start was very good. Mm-hmm. I think she was garbage this season. Um, and I'll say this. Um, and I found the interview where it was, but it was an interview with the cast at Vulture Fest. And Juliette Lewis almost basically said she didn't really think she did a good job playing this role in the first season. And she didn't like um, like playing this character. She got very anxious and walked off stage. I think that's why they killed her. And I think she just did not like this role at all. And so when I've said that I've been uncomfortable watching her, like, I think if you, you know, it's like anything in life, like, unless you're really buying into even what you're doing yourself, like, you know, it's tough to do. And so I think me being uncomfortable makes sense and that the actress playing the role was uncomfortable playing the yeah. role. Yeah. And so I think they wouldn't have killed Natalie if, if Juliette Lewis just didn't want to play this role anymore. And I think that's true. And so, God, I think she was terrible this season. That's my personal opinion. Do you think the actor was terrible or the, the way I that think she the was act, written? I like... think, I think, her as an actress was terrible. I think she tried to do things in the season to keep herself interested in it. Like she mentioned, like she would do weird things like improving with Simone Kessel and like smelling her hair and stuff. And like, I, I personally, and, and I know how unpopular this is. So I'll, I'll, it is what it is. Like we're at the end of the, you know, podcast season, if you don't want to listen anymore, but I just think she's fucking awful. Um, I think she is a very good actress overall. I think she did mostly a very good job in the first season. Um, but I think in her struggling to find connection to this role, she did some weird shit with her face, with her clothing choices. Like she was just trying to find a way into this character and wasn't comfortable. I think mm-hmm. that there's evidence for that in her interview. So I'm okay that they killed her in a, in a true world where things were different. I like teen Natalie a lot. I think that actress does an amazing job playing her and is very comfortable playing her. And so I'm disappointed that Nat, the character is dead, but I just don't think Juliette Lewis was comfortable. And so I think getting, it's like, I don't know if uh, anything you do, like I I have different businesses or work with employees or different things. Like you never want to be with anybody who does, or in relationship, you never want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be there. You know what I mean? And so I think Juliette Lewis did not, was not comfortable uh, based on what I've seen. And so it's probably better for her not to be there going forward because she 
just wasn't comfortable with the role, um, yeah. in my opinion. Um, it's bizarre to me, not only the Sammy and Simone storyline, but like that political storyline is just like almost out of place this season. You know, yeah. it doesn't match with what's happened. Um, last season, we had kind of the pull of the adult timeline was that some mysterious person yeah. was trying to draw them all together. And I think they, even in that one episode where we talked about them wrapping everything up in the sharing shack or whatever, um, I think that's also where they wrapped up. It was Jeff who sent the postcards as well. So like, there's no force pulling them together besides like the dark force. They're trying to make the dark force look like it's just Lottie being crazy. So I, I just, I feel like we're missing something in that adult timeline like yeah. a mystery and the does that make sense something bringing them together versus this opulence of wilderness yeah no i i understand that and even in the time timeline i get teen timeline i guess the mystery that we have in the team timeline now is like what's in that cave or are there cave people yeah there's so much to there's so much in the teen timeline how did they survive how did they get found what happened even like even after the wilderness i feel like there's so much more that they can do with in the team timeline even after that they're rescued the trauma that they how did they get overcome all this there's just so much to build off the team timeline like you said in the adult timeline we had the excitement of the blackmailer the the just who is it like the mystery like you said um, when I think if they would have had two, like if the blackmailer, they thought it was Jeff and he was doing the text, but somebody was doing the postcards or somebody else was doing something. I just think they've, they've simply making it just Jeff was the blackmailer. There's no, like it takes mystery out of that adult timeline. I guess the only other mystery is like really, cause I do believe Lottie told a fake story maybe of what happened to Travis. Yeah. But if Natalie's dead, who the, I know me is a bad way, but I don't know that anybody gives a fuck what happened to Travis. So maybe that is the real story. Like, I just think they're, they need to find something to make the t- adult timeline more appealing. And I think, sadly, yeah. what, what we're going to find is it's going to be like, is Callie dark? What's going on with Simone? Which we've already, like, they need, they need a bigger draw for the yeah. adult timeline. Now, I do think that there's something going to be in there where they're going to find uh fentanyl overdose kind of weird because of the way she was injected in the shoulder and not like that's not like where you would as a user you would you know inject fentanyl or you know what i mean like i feel like that could that could possibly lead to something um i hope to god we're done with the the adam martin stuff because like you said that was a drag but well, I, like I, I hope to God we're done with the like I want to see Misty and um, Walter do some sort of detective timeline, but it's like if it's them trying to clear themselves of Misty injecting Natalie, I feel like th- that's what we spent this whole last season doing with the Adam yeah. Martin stuff. Yeah. Like I just hope they just let it go. I don't yeah. care. Where, I just where, don't. Yeah, they could have shot her in the ass for all I care. Don't don't inspect yeah, the I body. I just don't under. I don't know where the adult timeline is going to go. Yeah, and I really and I, don't know what would draw me back into the adult timeline. The only thing think, that's really pulling it together for me is the teen timeline. They need some sort of big mystery, or some something needs to happen to drastically jar the adult timeline. Because um, if they just keep 
kind of the threads that they have open, it's trash. Um, does Lisa run the Sunshiny or the Honey Shine, whatever the heck it is? Does she run that? Does that close down? What do you think happens with Adult Lisa? I feel, that, I I feel like that care. closes down. There's no, I don't know, no sense of this place if your leader is gone. I don't know. Do you think, do you think we see the end of Lisa or does she continue on in these I offenses? honestly can do without Lisa and you know that. So we know there is a missing uh, queen card scene. Um, Jason Ritter was supposed to co-star or guest star this season. The rumor is that he was supposed to be like Jacques in the cabin, maybe with the the baby. Mm, That's Melanie's husband. So a scene was shot with him. We don't know where that is. Um, The creators have discussed a bonus episode. So I don't oh, what know. Was the bonus up? When is when do we know? Is that going to come out or what? I don't know. So um, it'll be interesting to see. But but there's definitely some stuff left on the cutting room floor. And I think uh, originally I'm a fan of less episodes rather than more. But I think they probably could have used the extra episode to fill in some of the blanks on this episode. Or they should have cut out a lot more. You know, like they yeah. should just cut the Lisa stuff entirely, or they should have explained how Nat went from searching on how to ruin Lottie to loving Lottie to wanting to kill Lottie. And, you know, at 1.3 episodes Mm -hmm. probably, but, um, but anyway, so let's wrap it up overall thoughts on the season and just thoughts on the show overall. I feel that season one was uh, a lot more exciting for me, especially with the adult timeline. Um, I think in second season, the timeline of the adults just wasn't doing it for me where I was like, show me more of the teen timeline. You know, I was more invested in that. Um, I want to say I'll give the season two a 7.5 as an overall rating. Um, They haven't lost me yet. Okay. Like as a viewer, I mean, obviously I'd watch it just to watch because I'm just like that. but excitement wise i i'm not excited about the adult time because i just don't know hopefully what they'll bring next season will be a little bit more exciting and be more interesting than what we have been shown in the second season but i am i'm always excited and i'll continue to watch the show to see what happens in the teen timeline period what did you think i didn't feel the first season was as jumpy but I do think they got two back and forth with the timeline jumps this season. Like, I think they needed to give us a little bit more of one and then a little bit more of the other. Yeah, I thought. Agreed. It, agreed. It, and, and trying to follow it for a podcast was very disjointing because it's every other scene is jumping. Yeah. Um, and, and so I don't know what effect that have. I, I don't, I don't really care that much, but I just feel like it probably affected this season a little bit too. Um, yeah, I think I give it, you know, maybe I give it on the high side of 7.9. It's tough for me to give it an eight, maybe a, a flat eight would be about the most generous I could be, but I love the show overall. I mostly love most of the, um, the actors, actresses, and however they want to be classified. Um, I think the overall like the creators have done a great job of building something that a lot of people love. I think whoever's in that writing room, they need a couple better writers in there because um, 
I, you know, like I said, I think it's not the it's not the characters, it's not the overall story. They just need some people in that room that are willing to speak up and say, "Hey, some of this makes no damn sense," or "We need a little bit more here." Both in the in in either in the writing room or in the editing room or both. Um, they they just need a couple uh, key players, I think. Um, what were your thoughts on podcasting overall, and just anything you want to say to people as we kind of wrap up the season? I thought this was a diff- this was good. I I enjoy understanding and hearing your perspective on a show. I love engaging with you. Um I of course I enjoy doing the podcast. I think it's fun. Um I think our banter is great cuz I love to disagree with you and I think our <laughs> audience loves to hear that too. Um but I enjoy it. I this is definitely something new for me and I hope we get better and I hope the audience enjoys hopefully next season and tunes in more. Cool. Yeah. I'm super thankful for you doing this with me, Evelyn. Like not everybody would want to jump into something like this. And I don't know that we always knew what we were jumping into. And this has been, (laughs) we have recorded a lot of episodes. I think this is probably close to around 23 or 24. Um, And, um, but I'm very thankful for all the people who've listened. Um, I think we've, we've definitely grown audience wise as we've gone. So thank you to everybody that's listened to our nonsense. Lube is on the way. (laughs) What's on the way? Lube. Oh God. Yes. Lube connoisseur and provocateur, Evelyn Quijano. Um, no, but thank you guys for listening. I I'm hoping um, we'll continue with this or maybe in some other spots and some other shows. Um, I'm definitely planning on finding um, some other ways in. And when Edelyn is willing to jump into another shit show like this, having her jump in, um, please keep listening to this co- podcast space or subscribe so you know um, when our next adventures will be. Um, look out for us on Shauna is the worst on Instagram. Sean is the worst on Twitter and I'm at real, real Batman. And once again, you can contact me to get to Edelyn because she has no socials or you can find her on hinge. I've heard that maybe she's on uh, there. Pending, pending, sorry, pending. <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bzz. Okay. Cool. Sound better so far. So ho- hoping okay. for the best. Um, right. Wrapping up, wrapping up the the season take two three three